0: This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by
1: RetroGameTreasure.com It is one of the best monthly subscription services you'll find out there. It starts as low as $29.99 and sends anywhere from 3 to 5 retro video games from your console of choice. From the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, Sega Master System, Sega Genesis, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, and the Game Gear,
2: as well as... Breaking news, now shipping, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, and PlayStation 1. And here at the Happy Hour, we love retro games, but what we love even more than retro games is saving saving money. money. So go ahead and put in the coupon code at checkout, Happy Hour Get $2 off your total purchase. Go see them, and don't forget to tell them at the Happy Happy Hour with with Johnny and Deuce Deuce sent you. you.
1: Hello, Internets! My name is Johnny Womack. Of course, I've got my partner in crime, Deuce. What's going on, man? Hey, man. We are the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Every single episode of the Happy Hour starts off with the uh, good old Deuce salute. Yes, sir. (sighs) There you go. There you go. And, of course, uh, we are the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We're a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. Yes, sir. And, of course, before we start, I just want to say... Big shout out to all our, all our fans out there! Like you guys have been awesome supporting us over 150 episodes strong. You know we wouldn't <coughs> be able to do this without you guys, and we're you know big shout out to you. And and also if you guys are listening on different podcast services, please like iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud, go on there and leave us a review. and Tell us what you think, and uh, you know we read everything. And also give us a tweet at HH Podcast Show. We'll, we'll retweet you and re, you know reply and all that stuff. So. Uh, so definitely go there and uh, give us a good old review there on the uh, podcast land wherever you're listening to the happy hour and of course we'd love to have friends with us uh, on the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce and you may have heard his voice before I think on what four different occasions I think I think four different occasions you've you've been on already
0: yeah I think so yeah
1: we have the amazing CEO slash executive producer of Agiant Productions we have Ryan Quinlan welcome back to the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce
0: yeah, thank you. Where's uh, I get claps and all that? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw yeah. them all in there, yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. let it we'll be. I'll fix it, it, I'll fix it in post. Well, i got to say gotta, this. Fix so. it in post. Trust me. I know that term. <laughs> well,
2: i, I got to say this. I think Ryan has got to be in the running for guest most on the show. Yeah, like oh. as a single yeah. guest, yeah. Like, I think you might be number three or number four because I know we've got one friend that's got eight. Then, oh, do we really? I think so. Yeah, we have yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. It.
0: Yeah. But hey, let you're me definitely ask in the top three.
2: Quick. Okay.
0: Let me ask you what are you guys doing tomorrow? Can I do another one? I mean let's, <laughs> let's,
2: let's <laughs> Can't do it tomorrow. He's like I gotta break <laughs> that. Only record. Out Tuesday. But we can definitely have you compete. back on board I mean... to do it. So and if you come <laughs> okay. and see me live, uh well it'll pass already. Yeah, it would've but, passed. Yeah, so never mind. That's <laughs> that, that
0: It'll be live for us. I'm It'll saying. be live
2: for you guys over
1: at the At the, at Geek, the Geek Easy, Easy with yeah. the Library Bards. Yeah, which was a great show, now. by yeah. the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like uh, we're yeah. we're <laughs> saying this before the show. It was an amazing show. It was, it was so
2: great. I mean, it was the greatest show but I've ever. But seriously,
1: seen. of course, this is being post dated, but we do want to give a big shout out to the Library Bards, uh, Bonnie and Xander from the Library Bards. You guys are awesome people. We're so glad you guys were able to make it out uh, to the Geek Easy and have a great time. So.
2: Yeah, definitely, and a big shout out to the Geek Easy yeah. and
1: a comic book shop. Exactly, for good friends come. Aaron and Dan, you guys are awesome for allowing this uh, allowing this to happen. And, well, yeah, which at, us to be allowed Deuce
2: to be there and yeah, having a good time. Which now yeah. that yeah. this show is aired, we might not be allowed back. So I mean, <laughs> I might be editing all this yeah, out. Right you might now. be editing all this out because <laughs> they might be like that Deuce came and he started a bunch of shit and he yeah. started kicking things with his cowboy boots well, and we told him to get the fuck out. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, look at it this way. The last time Deuce was there, then Oblivion closes because he showed up. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Literally, like, a month later, they're like, we're shutting this yeah. bitch down. That's <laughs> true. They've reopened, but I don't know where. They're not telling anybody because they're afraid he's going to come back.
1: That's true. That's
2: a good point. That is the weirdest thing ever, though. Be, now that you mentioned that, we'll tangent on it for just a quick second. Like, they were saying they were going to close, and I was really upset because I love that place. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. And then they said, "Okay, we're gonna reopen, but we're not telling anybody where we're gonna reopen at." And I'm like, "What the fuck? Like, right. if you're gonna reopen, wouldn't you tell somebody? Because you want them to come spend money. Like,
0: you would imagine. Yeah, but, otherwise, you just have a place for your friends, and you call that a house.
2: Yeah, yeah. maybe that's uh, what it is. Or maybe it's one of those skull and bones. It so
1: if it's yeah. like one of those skull and bones exclusive clubs or whatever, you know.
2: Maybe I don't know, man. But like when they said they so were be- gonna reopen and not tell anybody, I'm like. Who well, is your business manager? Like, who is signing the checks? <laughs> yeah. Like.
0: I never got the invitation to Kovacs. So oh, I don't know where they are either. I don't
2: know where they are either, and I've got to check their Facebook, because at one point they said they were going to reopen at the same location, because somebody was going to like, let me throw out allegedly, allegedly. so our lawyer yeah. doesn't allegedly. flip out, yeah, yeah. um, but allegedly I had read that they were just – somebody else was buying it and they were going to reopen the Under same, new management, Under yeah. new management, and they said we're going right. to change a few things, but it's mostly going to stay the same. And then it went silent, and then they said they were going to reopen, and they didn't tell anybody where they were going to reopen at. And I'm like,
0: what the hell?
2: Like, you well, know.
0: I'll tell you what. If it, if it went the way that I think it did, that's the best marketing ploy in the world because, hey, we're going to close and everybody runs – And, oh, you are got to go check this place out before it closes? And then they decide that they're not going to close because you just saved their ass with all the money that just came Well, and
2: that might have happened because literally they said it. I want to say it was a week or two weeks ahead of time, and everybody on my friends list, it blew up. Like, we're making a last hurrah trip to Oblivion. Who's coming? And there was groups of, like, 10, 20 people (laughs) going. And you're right. They probably went and blew a bunch of money, and they're like, Oh shit! Now Absolutely. we can't cover the rent for the next couple months. Maybe we will <laughs> stay open. We should we should close next month. And yeah, let's see what <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, and I I haven't been there uh, or I, because I don't live in Orlando, so I haven't been by that area. So I don't know if it's still open. Uh,
0: if any well, of our I live in Orlando and I haven't driven by it, so uh, that tells you how often I leave my house. <laughs>
2: well, if any of our roaming fans have been by or know the scoop, you can send it to us at HH podcast show on the Twitter machine or HH podcast show at gmail.com. I'd love to get a report from somebody or if maybe somebody is in the secret skull and bone society and knows the new location and go. will give it to us. I'm pretty sure I'm blacklisted now. I'm pretty sure <laughs> like, you can give it to anybody but Deuce. We don't want his cracker ass coming back. He was here <laughs> like six hours and all I had was water. So, <laughs> so-
1: so how do you transition from cracker ass? I have no we don't, yeah. Yeah. I really mean it's not like I'm a... gonna be like speaking of cracker ass, we're gonna go into Ryan. Right. It's like yeah. that doesn't work. You know, like um Well,
0: you ask my team, you might get something similar to them.
1: <laughs> so Ryan, of course, you are I mean, how long I mean, we've told the story a little bit, but just just for the fans of just checking us out for the first time, um, tell us a little bit about Agent.
0: Uh Age started oh, it's almost five years now.
2: Wow! Uh, congratulations
0: um started out just as a uh, video production team you know we we actually started the company before we had an, uh, a camera and uh i started out as a writer i wrote a story i wanted to see it on film because i didn't trust anybody else to do it and kind of turned into what it is now which is uh, a, a diverse group of things we've got our film side we've got uh photography side Uh, We do cosplays, we do events, conventions, weddings, um, just anything you can think of with a camera. And we can pretty much do uh, outside of a few things that people want to do with the camera and we won't do.
1: Yeah, so you guys are Um, an equal opportunity event production company.
0: (laughs) Correct. Yep. We do it all except for porn. (laughs) <laughs> yet. <laughs> so I can't, so
2: I can't ask him to help with a yep. happy hour Johnny and Do sex tape that I want to release. That's so, true. Okay. Um, Good to know. There's allegedly. also called,
0: allegedly. Th- th- there's also something that's called. Uh, there's never enough of money. So if you happen to find that magic number, that switch <laughs> that no to a yes, I uh, can't say no.
2: Well, Deuce, Deuce will be on the loose. Uh, $20 in sure. a Big Mac value meal, and I'll even let you supersize it. So, <laughs> cool. I mean, that's, that's a hell of a deal.
1: Yeah. Speaking of supersize, I mean, you should see Deuce. I mean, the dude's tall for a reason. I so. hope you got a wide-angle <laughs>
2: lens, sir, a very wide-angle <laughs> lens. Wow, this got off the rails fast
1: already. <laughs> we're, we're I'm only two beers angle. in right now.
0: And we got a micro lens too for you, bro. So <laughs> I appreciate it. I
2: appreciate it. Oh my yeah, goodness. Man. Anyways, so you Anyways. guys
0: you guys have done a lot. Like you, you
1: I I had a question about how the weddings go about. Do you guys provide like the video portions? Do you do everything? The pa- the video and pi- pictures and set everything we,
0: up? We do it all. That's um, awesome. Yeah, just anything you can imagine. I've got uh I've got audio equipment, I've got lighting equipment, I've got everything you can imagine. Now I have a team of people. This is not all me. Uh, you know, when I started, my family thought I was crazy. They said, "You don't know anything about a production company." And I said, "I don't really have to. I just know the people that know how to do it." Mm-hmm. So I just kind of brought everybody together. Um, that is not entirely entirely true. I do know a lot about it. Uh, I just uh, don't have a formal. You're of very education. good
1: at delegating, which is what you're saying.
0: I I'm a great supervisor. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) But I got to say, it's cool when they come to an event, they're like a swarm of locusts. Like, there's like five or six of them running around and they're like going everywhere, doing everything, which is funny because tonight on the podcast, there's only one of you. So I'm wondering if you're you're like, hey, we're doing the happy hour with Johnny Deuce. I got to wash my hair, man. Like, (laughs) I got, 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 you know, I I can't put off my shampoo and conditioner this week. I got to do it. Sorry, man.
0: (laughs) Well, um, We have, uh, we have about nine people total.
2: Oh, uh, that's a pretty hefty
0: group right there. Uh, yeah. And the great thing about it is each one of them has a different forte of talent. That's great. So, uh, you guys have met Steve before. He's my prop master. He's my tech guy, but I know that I can trust him with a camera. He grabs a camera and he's gone. And I rarely see him after, I mean, he, takes whatever he pictures he needs to. He does whatever video he needs to. And then his job is easy. He just drops the camera off to me and then I have to go through the hours of footage. Um, I've got uh, uh, Brandon and Brandon is my graphic artist. He's also uh, a writer and a director uh, for the film department. Uh, Tanya, um, Tanya is my cinematographer. She is. She knows how to set the scenes up. She knows how to do all the all the more intricate parts of the video part uh, and also a hell of a photographer. Um, I've got uh, Debbie. Debbie kind of like my office manager, CFO. She basically runs all this background stuff that uh, makes sure all the people get uh, what they need. All the money goes somewhere, all that stuff that I'd rather not have to deal with. Um I have AJ, AJ is a uh, videographer. He kind of like the same thing as Steve. You can grab a camera and he disappears. I know that I don't have to be on him about what he does and what he's getting. I he don't have to see the footage until it's done. Everything's done properly. And if it's not, he'll make sure it is. Uh, we just added my friend Caleb on. Uh, Caleb is another graphic artist and a salesperson. And when I bring him to a show, I can guarantee that I'll get a line of people waiting to get pictures done or something. Um, and then we have a couple of background people that uh, more silent partners, Kevin Ramnath and Jet Bottoms. Uh, they just kind of, they are uh, silent partners, but they help out every time we need help on set. So I've got a decent, uh, decent group of people. I have uh, my girl, April. She's my social media director so that because <laughs> Some of this stuff is beyond me, and uh, it's nice to have somebody that knows what the hell they're doing when it comes to social media. So that's pretty much my team.
2: Well, it's really good to have that, especially the social media director, because I think me and Johnny had to learn this on the fly, and I had to learn about sales. I mean, I had done sales before because my day job, but I'm like – this is a different animal because you're selling somebody on an online product that people oh, listen yeah. to. It's not the radio. So you don't have that automatic, like, right. Oh, we're on the radio. It's like, no, they listen to it through the internet, which mm-hmm. half your customer base just disappears at that point. Cause they're like, it's on the radio. I don't know about all that. You know, it's, <laughs> it's on the computer. You listen to it on the computer. It's like, no, no, the computer, you know, iTunes, you know, they can listen on their iPhone. I don't know about all that. Sounds a little fancy for me. Yeah. So.
1: Well, we learned a long time ago, it's like especially what you guys are learning is like you have a certain fan base for different things because like cosplay oh, yeah. is really blown up in the last four or five years. Oh, like, my it's God. It's exploded. Yeah. And you guys do you. some amazing work with the cosplay stuff. Like I remember seeing one on a Spider-Man or on, a, or on the side of a building or something like that was incredible. Oh, yeah. Like that's I mean, it looked like you're digging a steal from a film like it well, was great
0: work. Funny enough, when I started, I had no idea what cosplaying was. I didn't, you know, when I started this, it wasn't about going to conventions and and doing cosplay pictures and all that. We went to a couple. Our first convention was actually Ignition One with Josh. Uh, that's how we met Josh, and we had a uh, we had a trailer set because we were going to premiere one of our trailers. Uh, we ended up pulling that at the last minute, and then I had a gra- I had an art team at that point, and they were they were selling their artwork. Um, and, uh, my graphic artist, Brandon, he wasn't even with us by that point. Uh, by the time he came onto the second one, he's, he looks at me and he's looking at all the, the stuff that we've acquired and we've started acquiring equipment over the years. So now we're, we're full with just about everything, but he looks over. He's like, you know, if you had a green screen, I could do some magic. And I said, well, what are you talking about? And he shows me what he's done with the green screen. I'm like, holy shit. Uh, he's like, yeah, you ever, you know, we, we could, we could do cosplay pictures. And I'm like, well, what the hell is cosplay? Uh, you know, I, I didn't know even back then. And so I, I looked and did my research and he's like, yeah, this is what I can do. And then it just opened up this, holy shit, we can do all this for cosplayers and what cosplayer wouldn't want those type of pictures. Uh, you know, so that one you were talking about was uh Corey Neves as Spider Man. And uh I watched Brandon do this, it was amazing. We had Corey uh laying or crouching on the green screen. Um and uh and then so Brandon took him and turned him upside down basically and had him crawling down a building. And then I'm looking at him I'm like, Man, that's awesome. He's like, Oh yeah, we're not done. And then he takes the image and he copies it. And he turns it around upside down, and he lowers it down. And I'm like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> he said, "We need a reflection on the window." I'm like, "Fuck! I didn't even think about that." <laughs> you know, that's—I don't know how that stuff works. So I'm like, "You, you just—you do you, man." I'll—I will sit back and watch. So, well, I wanted—I uh, yeah.
2: wanted to ask you about the new thing you actually debuted this weekend at the. Now, help me with the name of the event. It was Comic Fest and Tattoo Fest. It was
0: Tattoo, yeah, Tattoo Fest slash Comic Fest. Uh, Basically, and I can talk about that for just a second. Uh, Bruce is the uh, showrunner and owner of Tattoo Fest, and it's going on. This was its 17th year. Um, Comic Fest was adding on all of the comic side and the art side and cosplay side to the actual Tattoo Festival. Um, so this was the first year that they've actually put the two together. Um, it was, uh, an awesome, awesome three-day event. It was our first three-day event for Asia. Um, and just imagine that I had all of my cameras, all of my green screens, my lights. Um, we have, I don't know, five, six tripods. We brought our own tables. We had a cooler. And we had five people's luggage in the back of my Santa Fe, driving down to Bradenton. So wow. it, was, it was a fun drive. It was Tetris basically to get all that stuff in there. Uh, but one of the things that we debuted at uh, at Comic Fest and Tattoo Fest was we, uh, we set up two separate things. First for cosplayers, and we actually extended this out to artists and some of the tattoo artists as well, because who wouldn't want to do something like this? Um, for the start, it's a starting uh, price of $150. And with that, you get what we are considering a digital video resume. Uh, so for cosplayers, you actually get a uh, professional high quality video. You get about two minutes of video to show off all of your outfits. Uh, whether the, whether you're in the outfits, if you want to change into the outfits during the shoot, we can do that. Um, and you also get to sit down in front of the camera and do a behind-the-scenes voiceover, basically, of who you are, who you're cosplaying as, where it came from, you know, your story, uh, what else you do. Uh, like, for instance, we're doing one for Maria Saber. She's talking about her artwork. She's talking about her tattooing. And so... It's not just for cosplay, but it's just about for you know whatever you're doing in the, the, the community. Um, added on top of that, now the great thing about this is the 150 that you pay is just the start. When you add on new outfits, for instance, for cosplayers or new artwork for artists, then you add an additional minute for about $75. So you don't have to pay the whole 150 again to, right. to add on another minute. And then we just keep adding and adding or we cut and take out stuff that you don't want anymore or retired or whatever. Sure.
2: Well, I was talking in the pre-show about it, and I think this is probably one of the most genius ideas you've had just because of the mere fact that cosplay has gotten so big. And the big thing now is to have an event like want you to come as a cosplayer to the event Right. And when you're <laughs> shopping yourself around. As, as a cosplayer, it's tough because you only got pictures. A lot of these people, it's funny, we had Danica, a pretty famous cosplayer, come on our show. And she oh, yeah, is like, awesome. Yeah, and, and same thing with Ellie Marie. They both said, you know, I, I really was on the fence about the podcast, but I wanted to do it because a lot of my fans have never heard my voice. They don't know what I sound like because they've never yeah, exactly. heard me talk. They've only seen my, my you know,
0: my pictures. Uh, pictures yeah, and- yeah, you saw the picture. Yeah. And-, and that's kind of the same idea that we had for, for doing the voiceover and here you get to actually so theoretically you could take this two minute video, send it out to all the conventions and then they get to choose you as a guest based on your cause, your outfits, your personality, your your everything and, uh, and you know, there you go. They might select you as a guest and then they'll contact you because what we're going to do we're going to flash up your facebook, your twitter, your email address, your contact info and it will it will maybe run on a ticker at the bottom of the screen or whatever. Uh, somewhere one one way or the other you're going to see all that information.
1: Well, I think it's great too cuz we're in that youtube, you know, bite-sized youtube video world now right. where you get in the rabbit hole and I think 2 minutes is a perfect amount of time cuz when you, exactly. you send somebody a two minute video, they have, most people have two minutes of their time to watch something, especially if you're going to be promoting yourself to a convention. They're like, "Hey, check this out! This two minute video, real quick. Eight, you get to learn more about me. You get to learn about what I do. You get to kind of find out, you know, why should you pick me, you know, for your event, or why should you, you know, right. check out my work." And I think it's an awesome right. old, uh, set, up, almost like a mini autobiography of yourself in a way. It's kind of neat, and that's why
0: we're calling it a resume. You're selling yourself basically to the you know get yourself out there. And that's what it's all about. I met some cosplayers that uh, that are very shy, and they just they they don't. I mean, you go up and you you talk to them, and 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 they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm cosplaying this," and they're just staring <laughs> at you. Like, we haven't run into that at all yet, Johnny. We we <laughs> we have not yet to
2: run into to that scenario. <laughs>
0: uh, It'll come yeah. Uh, one of the uh, one of the other things that we started this weekend um we started uh we now have a digital booking site
2: nice and i did see that it actually went just to play with it and it was really easy to use
0: pretty simple to use uh basically when you when we're at a convention you can now this is right now it's only for conventions so you can't book us outside of a convention with this site uh but during the convention you can pay 35 dollars. And you get to rent one of our photographers and cameras for 30 minutes. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Uh, They will follow you around for 30 minutes, take whatever pictures with you and whoever you want for those 30 minutes. As soon as those pictures are brought back, as soon as Act The S drop it automatically onto the computer, and then we clean them up, and then we email them to you, and you have them before you're done. So you can post them, and they're all high-quality, high-definition photos. So you're basically renting a photographer's $35 for a half an hour.
1: I think it's great, too, because like it also whenever you see someone walking around with a camera, people are going to be looking in a direction, too. So the likelihood mm-hmm. of people wanting to stop you for a photo is going to be higher, you know, get your attention. Right. So it's kind of like well, a double purpose there in a way.
0: Just imagine that, uh, you know, you've got all these cosplayers now, of course. We're not going to be able to sit in line when you're waiting for Norman Reedus or, or, you know, one of the Walking Dead people to take pictures of. But if you've got if you've got a bunch of cosplayers down down the line, let's say at Megacon and you want to get pictures of them, but you don't want to carry around your thousand dollar high definition camera and your cell phone's not going to do it. Then, hey, for thirty five bucks, we'll carry our camera around. We'll snap whatever pictures you get about 20 photos out of that. And uh, and then there you go.
2: And that's a hell of a deal too for half an hour for thirty five bucks. Well,
1: think, yeah, and also because you know. I don't think that's one thing about what you guys do. You guys are, you know, essentially the experts in your fields, like as you said, you brought all the people together, you know, that have their, you know, their expertise, so to speak. So one of the things is, I don't know, the average person probably, you know, can, sh- can shoot an okay picture, but you're not getting that high definition, that that nice look exactly. that you would normally get with a, you know, a nice, you know, high definition camera. So,
0: yeah, so yeah, that's, so that's that's. Yeah. Uh, that's some of the new stuff that we that we started just recently. So, so if they want to example, get a
1: hold of you and like, hey, uh, what, what do you have? A, do you know the link to the? I want to tell people more about that link. Do you have? Do you have like a what's the link? Uh,
0: yeah, the link for the booking site is actually Agia. It's A G I A T T. Dot you can book dot me. Oh, that's All simple. All spelled out. Well, that's that's so easy. Y O U can book dot M E.
2: And just as, as somebody that used it just to play around with it, guys, it's really, really easy to use. Like I went and I played with it and thank God it didn't go through because I think I put my name for the person you were going to be photographing. It's like Deuce and his big balls or something like just something ridiculous just because I wanted to see like yep. how it worked and how you could put the time in and everything. And it was like down to the minute. I was like, wow, this is really like, I mean, on the ball. And like I said, it was just so user friendly.
0: Well, and the great thing about it, the site is once it uh, once it's booked, then I get an email notification. It automatically blocks out the time on my uh, calendar. They get an email notification, and then we both, uh, me and the customer, both get a reminder uh, about ten minutes before the times coming up to make nice. sure you get to our booth. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a really good, uh, really good setup. Um, and, uh, eventually I'll have multiple things on there. So right now we just have the booking for the conventions, but eventually, and, and what people don't understand is when you find us at the convention, it's so much cheaper to get our photos there than it is to actually call us out to your location to set up a photo shoot. Cause well, I mean, honestly, we're to do a, an hour's worth of photo, you're looking at close to about $150 after production mm-hmm. and after filming and setup and all that stuff versus you go to our convention, uh, one of the conventions. I mean, you can book us for $35 and you're getting 20 photos right then. Uh, if you do a, a, a custom cosplay background, we're doing those for $75. Um, if you do a uh, uh, an event background, we're getting ready to start doing... So event backgrounds are going to basically look, make it look like you're on the red carpet, with the logos in the back on that white sheet. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what
2: you're talking about because they do them. They even do them for like when the uh, the sports guys come out now, like when they do their after the event, like and it's got the logos for the building and stuff and like Comic Tattoo Fest. It had the logo for their event all in the back and and they look really, really good.
0: We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be selling those for about ten to fifteen dollars oh wow uh, and we're actually gonna be printing them
2: uh, oh, at the sweet. convention.
0: So you get to walk out the door with something in your hand. You well know some of the other stuff that we do, it takes time. It's not something that can be done right then and there. So it does take a couple of weeks to put all the stuff together, especially when we have multiple uh, shots that we have to go through and we have multiple sales and we have to you know we have to push it through. <laughs>
1: Well, and it um, makes but, it makes sense because like you you if you have to go to someone's house or someone's location, you've got to bring all that like that's an extra trip. But if you're going right. to a place you're already at, like agents already at yeah. like a convention, then you're already, already set, set up. up you got all your stuff. Man. It's 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 right. a win-win for everybody.
0: We did uh we did over at Tattoo Fest. We had uh, uh a girl named uh, Liz Gruesome. Uh awesome. Awesome tattoo artist. Uh, she came over to us with uh, some of her friends and uh, they said, What can you do with your green screen? And I said, Well, it's real simple. What do you want to do with the green screen? Uh, and one of the girls says, We need to be like badasses walking away from an explosion. And I said, All right, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. And I said, What do you want to explode? And they said, You know, you ask a lot of questions. And I said, Well, Look at it this way. You can make this as detailed as possible. I'm giving you the opportunity. So do you want something particularly you want to blow up? And somebody said, yeah, let's blow up Detroit. I'm like, all right. So we're in the process now of making her picture and blowing up Detroit.
2: Wow. Well, that could have gone really weird. Like she could have been <laughs> like, yeah, let's blow up my boyfriend's house. Or like,
0: let's blow up the 72 Chevelle. You know, I I'm, I was kind of feeling that out, and like oh, I hope this doesn't go that direction. Yeah, like
2: yeah, you, yeah can, <laughs> it could could have gone like really email, horribly awry.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, we're not gonna do something like that, but in general, we can do whatever you can imagine. So, but uh, but yeah, we had we had a lot of fun over at Comic Fest and Tattoo Fest. So.
2: Well, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to be back with some more with Ryan from AGM Production.
0: Awesome!
1: This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and
2: Deuce is brought to you by Josh Bauer, aka JB Designs. If you haven't seen his work, he does amazing stuff. He does comic book art, video game character, movie art it's awesome it's even hanging right now in our happy hour with Johnny and Deuce Studios you're definitely going to want to check it out head to www.joshbauerartist.com and that's www.joshbauerartist.com and you can find him on all his social media outlets including Facebook Instagram and even YouTube and make sure to follow his event page and catch him at upcoming events like... Space Coast Nerd Fest, April 16th to the
1: 17th. He's going to be a guest artist. Also, free comic book day, May 7th at Smash Comics. MegaCon 2016 from May 26th to the 29th, where he'll even have a booth in the vendors area. Also, you can find his online store at jbdesigns.storeenvy.com. That's J-B-D-E-Z-I-G-N-S.storeenvy.com. Dot com you can find his original paintings, prints, posters, and mini prints. And Deuce, there's a special promo code for
2: our happy hour listeners. If you'll put in the promo code Deuces on the Loose, and that is spelled D-U-C-E-I-S-O-N-T-H-E-L-O-O-S-E. You'll get twenty-five percent off prints, posters, and mini prints. And if you see him on one of the upcoming events, tell him you're a happy hour podcast listener to receive something special. And don't forget to see our and our friend Josh Bauer of JB Designs, and don't forget to tell him that the Happy, Happy Hour with, with Johnny and Deuce, Deuce sent
1: you. And we're back with Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Of course we have our awesome amazing friend the CEO and executive producer of Agent Productions, Ryan Quinlan. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. So I think it's really cool because like, you know, when Deuce and I first met, you were like, yeah, I work for this company called Agent. And and first just for a tidbit for those at home, what does Agent stand for originally? <laughs> what was how did you get a- the name?
0: Agent is a good idea at the time. Um so a little small background on that. Uh I heard at one point that uh, Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt owned a production company called Plan B. And that just always stuck in my mind because every time something messes up on Plan A, you always go to Plan B. So as I was driving down the road thinking about how I'm going to make this company, I said, well, this is a good idea for, you know, for now. And then the thought of a good idea at the time came into my head. And I said, all right, how do we make that work without having to call it a good idea at the time productions? Because Jesus, if I had to actually say that out <laughs> loud every time I met somebody, I would, you know, shoot myself. So,
2: uh, so yeah, that's up a lot of characters on Twitter. It does.
0: <laughs> it does. Yeah. It takes up just about everything. So I can say, hi, AJ productions or, uh, a good idea at the time, productions and uh, high effort. Uh, so, so yeah, that's where AG came from. AGIATT.
1: So, when, when you go to a convention, like how do, how do people find out like where your next convention is going to be
0: at on your Facebook? Facebook is the easiest. Uh, if you go either to facebook.com slash AG productions LLC, uh, you'll find our uh, our Facebook. Uh, you can go to our website, which actually is linked straight to our Facebook right now because our we're in the process of updating our, uh, actual website. So we just forwarded everything over to the Facebook. Um, so com or com, either one will get you over to our Facebook as well. I'm curious
1: to get your input on, uh, because we talked about cosplay earlier, I'm curious to see, like, do you see, like, a trend, Um, you know, like when a big movie comes out? Like, it's obviously Batman versus Superman. There's probably going to be, you know, ex- extra Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman characters coming out. And, and I imagine with Suicide Squad, you know, we've already seen yeah. the Harlow Quinn Suicide Squad coming up, out. Yeah. yeah. Do you see, like, a boost in that when, when you guys are doing your cosplay?
0: I really don't. And 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 not as much, okay? and And I'll say it this way. Everybody wants to do Harley Quinn. Everybody wants to do Deadpool. There are lady Deadpools and there's male Harley Quinns. I love everybody wanting to do something. I don't care about uh, gender bending. Uh, I don't care about, I mean, all that is awesome. I think cosplaying is your personality and that's where it should be. Absolutely. Um, You know, I cosplayed once as Wilson Fisk in Daredevil. Um, and uh, I'm pretty sure I won't do that again because I don't like to shave. <laughs> but uh, I see just a lot of those. I think when Suicide Squad comes out, that you're going to see a lot more of that style of Harley. But you you have two separate types of people. You have people that just wanted to they want that Harley and Deadpool are the easiest ones to do. So they'll grab it and go because they want to, they just want to go and have a good time. And then you have the diehard people that want to actually focus on the art of the cosplay and they will put all their time and effort into the actual characters that, that they look like. And it doesn't even necessarily mean that they like them. Most of them do, but It's more of the who do I look like and who can I pull off? Sure, yeah. Well, it's Um,
1: interesting because, like, cosplay, I don't know about you, but like, when I think of cosplay, like the first thing that comes in, I think most people's minds is superhero cosplay, but that ne- that's not necessarily the case. I mean, you can cosplay anime characters. You can cosplay video game characters. I bet you've seen a huge spectrum of people cosplaying. I
0: have seen a lot of anime, and I know it's an anime when I look at my team, and I'm like, all right, who the fuck is that? Because <laughs> uh, I I don't know anime like they do. Uh, you know, that's another reason that I have my team there. Um and I even have my 14-year-old my goddaughter goes with us, uh, to, to, and she is a big anime uh, person. Her name is Lily, and uh, she's part of our team. She wears our shirt. She walks around with cameras. I mean, she, she works. That's awesome. Um, and, uh, you know, she's some of the, one of the hardest workers I've got. And sometimes when she comes up to me and she's like, you know, I'm really tired. I'm like, are you kidding? We've only been here for 10 hours. <laughs> and then i remember that she's 14 and shit who the hell at 14 wanted to stay up that long working but um uh, but she is a big anime fan so i can always say all right who, who is this who is that? now when she says i don't know <laughs> then we're screwed <laughs> that's when we pretty much walk up and say okay uh the costume looks great you did a great job who the hell are you you know and sometimes you have to ask um but that pretty much makes sure that you don't get a sale if you have to ask. Yeah. What's the craziest uh, yeah, that you've again, seen? What's I mean,
1: the craziest that you've seen, like character that you've
0: seen? The craziest I've seen.
1: Like, do you guys do – the? I mean, because we're assuming you're, you're talking about one person, but can you do multiple groups, like in a, in a shot as well? Do you guys do that? Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, we can do group shots. Yeah. Um, we've done – We've done a lot of group uh, group pictures. We've done, um, you know, we can, the green screen do you, you can go anywhere. Actually, um, uh, not to get off the subject of the cosplayers, but one of the things that we did at Tattoo Fest was they had a, uh, a beauty contest. Um, and there were, I think there was about 12 or 13 girls there. And they all got up on stage. We had to take all their pictures. When they were done, they were for entering into the contest, they were given a picture from us. So uh, we actually had a motorcycle wheeled out onto our green screen, and they got to sit on the motorcycle and we took their picture. And then they came back up to me and they're like, All right, so what is actually going on here? What do we get? I said, Well, you know, it's going to take a couple of weeks, but we're basically going to put the, uh, the motorcycle and it wasn't right. I mean, they weren't pretending to ride. They were just resting there. Uh, I said, so we're going to put the, the, uh, the motorcycle against a Hawaii beach scene with the sunset. Um, because the, the, the motorcycle had underlights that were bright orange and man, that and the sun in the background would be amazing as a picture. Um, so right, right around dusk when the sun's setting, and uh, some of the stars are out, and then the ocean in the background and the sand and all that. Um, and you guys know how uh, how you, you get to blow your hair. Of course, not my hair, but <laughs> uh, in film, they get those big friggin' fans, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the well, Tawny Katane obviously. fan, if you will. Yep. Right, pretty much. And uh, that damn thing is about as big as my car is. Um, and in which case we don't have one. So we were trying to figure out what to do. And, uh, so one of my guys said, we need a leaf blower. (laughs) And I said, I don't, I don't know if that's going to (laughs) work. So we found a leaf blower for about 20 bucks on Amazon. It's cordless and it blows cold air. And so I have Lily sitting in front of the motorcycle out of the saw of the camera blowing these girls hair in the wind. So it looks like their hair is actually blowing. So, uh, that was the first time we got to try out the leaf blower. Um, and that was actually pretty cool. Everybody loved that. So,
1: well, this was um, so great. You have you know, a lot of trial and error, you know, a lot of things you're like, we've not right? done this before. Let's experiment. And I think that's what's so great. Well, especially when you have a team that can kind of all your ideas together.
0: Everything is a good idea at the time. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I, I like work. that. That's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's speaking of a good idea at the time. I want yep. you to tell us about your new short that you guys have been working on.
0: Uh, the Corridor. Uh, the Corridor is written and directed by our Brandon Hadnot. Uh, Brandon is my graphic artist and one of the uh, owners, actually. He owns part of AGM. He also owns his own uh, company. It's called HB Multimedia. So this is a collab between AGA Productions and HB Multimedia. Um, he wrote it. He directed it. He came to me and he said, look, I want to do this. And I said, that sounds great. Let me see the script. And everything, even though we pretty much do everything that we possibly can, everything is run by through me first. And there's not really a single project that I'll say no to. Uh, The only reason I'll say no is I'll say not right now because we have so much going on that we've got to focus on. You know, we got to make sure we're getting everything done. But he came to me all excited. I said, let me see the script. I read it. I got goosebumps. It's only a short. It's going to be roughly about maybe at most 12 to 15 minutes. could be about 10 minutes long, the way he envisioned it at least. Um, and, uh, I mean, I, I even signed up as an actor I'm, I'm going to play a general in it. Um, I can't tell too much about it because, uh, because we're keeping it under wraps until it drops because you trust me, you actually want to see this. You don't want any spoilers on it. Uh, but the corridor and we are running a GoFundMe right now for, it. there is a teaser trailer out. It's roughly about a minute long. Um, And uh, it's a post-apocalyptic war zone, basically. That's all I can tell you. Um, And it's about uh, a bunch of prisoners. So uh, it's going to be a fantastic film. We have a lot of fun filming this stuff. Uh, We have a lot of cosplayers that are involved with us uh, with it. We have Amy Nicole cosplay, uh, Billy Floyd music. Uh, we have Shane Morris, which is Roadrunner Cosplay, and Maria Saber, uh, which is Gothic Sushi. Um, we have Corey Neves, which is uh, Thor Morales Cosplay. Uh, we have Will Development, who is a friend of me and Josh's. He is a uh, bodybuilder. Uh in it. We have uh, Michael Santiago. He is a uh, local music uh, artist. Um, And uh, a couple of my crew and a couple of my team, Steve was uh, in the teaser trailer, if you guys saw that. Um, So uh, really, it's, uh, hey, whoever's here, we're going to throw you in a movie, uh, you know, if you show up. So, uh, but yeah, that's the Corridor.
2: And right now you're halfway to your GoFundMe goal. Am I correct? Uh, We are
0: and surprising. uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's just amazing. It's an amazing feeling to see how many people believe in you that much that they're willing to hand over their hard earned money uh, to make this work. Um, We did set a goal for $2,000 just so we can make sure that we get all the production value possible. We want to make sure that the outfits are as authentic, authentic as possible. We want to make sure that we have the, you know, the, the correct guns and and all this uh, for the, for the story. And, you know, we also have to feed our uh, team that's going to be out filming for 10 to 16 hours a day. Uh, So we set it at $2,000. It's been 10 days today and we are, Oh, we're about i think 25 dollars away from a thousand dollars we're pretty close to halfway yep um at this point
2: didn't you say that you had some like rewards and different things like if you pledged so much you got something
0: there are um actually i can bring it up real quick to give you the exact because what is the link it's gofundme.com slash the corridor okay. and All right, guys, give me just a second here.
2: Well, I will say this while he's looking up the uh, different rewards. If I was a businessman being uh, Ryan and knowing that I had to hit that $2,000 goal, I think you probably ought to put one of your plus goals being a dinner date with Maria Sabre, and I think you could get that (laughs) $1,000 a hell of a lot quicker then you think you might be able to get that $1,000. You got to
1: pass the main man, Malcolm, though. Well,
2: yeah. you know, yeah, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, you know? <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it's movies, you know?
0: I uh, think that's a brilliant idea, and I will have to definitely talk to her about that. Because
2: <laughs> I'm telling uh, you right now, I mean, it's just dinner, and you could have main man, Malcolm, Her, you don't need to let – everybody knows it's her boyfriend but chaperone and yeah, you know you can make it like super legit yeah. and i think enough cosplay fans are out there and she's got enough fans that i think somebody would definitely put up a couple hundred dollars easy just to be able to go and like have dinner so. with one night
0: i would definitely think so uh i i think that's uh i think that's a wise idea and i'm actually kind of pissed off i never thought about it And, of course, uh,
1: when when that happens and, and, you know, you get all the people coming in to pledge, just put uh, the Happy Hour Giant Deuce in the credits and we'll be happy. Yeah,
0: just throw us (laughs) in the credits. You know that that is quite possible that I can do that. So there um, you go. I, mean, I am one of the executive producers here. This so true. Uh, well, we're talking to the
2: gene. Not to not to to leave out any of our female listeners, but I think you ought to do the same thing with Roadrunner cosplay because he is a rather good looking young is man. Very and I think you could hit uh you could shoot that thing both barrels if you know what I mean. You could hit both your demographics. Dude, I like where you're thinking, yeah, this. you think thinking, Deuce. You know, you get the ladies, right, but- you get the guys, and you get a lot of money, which is what you want.
0: But to be fair, you know all the women would uh, not to say Shane's not good looking, but uh, they would probably still go after Maria. That's true. Well that's, that's true. a good point. Yeah. That's an excellent
1: point. Yep.
2: But I'm just right, saying so- there's there's lots of money to be made if you maybe giving some of these cosplayers you've got, and especially if you could just rent out a restaurant and get like five or six tables and each cosplayer had their table with their date, you could all <laughs> chaperone it, you could do it at the same time, save money that's on food
0: fun. cost. You, you know we We've got Amy and Billy there too. Yeah, so
2: that Bill means each one you could sell a we, date off with, and you know you could do it at the same restaurant, get a big room. You know, um, I'm just, I'm, uh, you know, just there's, doing a little business. There's so much going you. up in yeah. that, no, that
0: little cranium of yours. All of them are gonna kill me when this airs. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna kill you. or They're gonna think you're brilliant because you exactly. were the guy that just turned that extra a thousand dollars they needed into about three. Yeah. So, yeah. now they can have sushi for lunch instead of having Domino's. <laughs> so, when they're eating their delicious sushi that, and not the uh, $5 work. hot and redies, they're going to be like, damn, Deuce,
0: damn, that was a hell of an idea you had. Well, and everything's a good idea at the time. Yeah, exactly. Right? We can all right, cut so all I'm that gonna... out if
1: you want. No joke. Like, tell me now. I can cut that out. And We're just kind of spitballing while you're looking up. The oh thing. no,
0: I don't care. Leave I,
2: it in. I, I think that is terrific, and I yeah. think it's a great business idea. And I, I want an executive producer credit.
0: <laughs> I just creative consultant. To to <laughs> leave it in if you're gonna leave it in. This is not right now. Like we don't have the okay on this, so just I don't want anybody getting Allegedly. 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 Uh, Allegedly, maybe maybe
2: you should send them some emails and some tweets saying (laughs) that you want it. And then maybe that'll you know and I'll seriously done with
0: you guys. I'm gonna call them all. Don't worry about that. Yeah, there you go. Good times. Uh, so I have our levels here. Uh bronze level is ten dollars. Okay with that ten dollars you get a uh, a team signed 11 by 17 poster and a custom wristband that says the corridor on it awesome okay and that's for ten dollars yeah I mean shit that's that's lunch that's yeah. right and that's gonna that that stuff is is worth more than ten dollars yeah. yeah uh for fifty dollars you get everything that's in that bronze level and you also get um let's see including the the corridor film on DVD and the t-shirt. So you get a t-shirt, you get the DVD and you get the wristband and the 11 by 17 signed poster for what price point for $50. Nice. Up, that's awesome. Yo, uh, for a hundred dollars, you get all of that that I already said. And then you get the original project artwork and a personalized thank you video from all of us, the cast and the crew.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um,
0: for two hundred bucks, you get all what I already told you, and you get a sit-in on the pre-release of the film. Oh, so you actually get a ticket to get in and make sure that your seat's uh, available for you and a guest. Uh, for five hundred dollars, you get surprise memorabilia from the set, plus a credited role in our next film.
1: Oh, okay, oh, that's a good idea. We'll uh-huh. uh, reserve your spot for the uh, future events with agent that's cool
0: right plus the last one is the best this is the ultimate mvp this is a thousand bucks you get uh let's see you get all the packages that i already said plus you get uh an entire short film dedicated to you in any genre of your choice
1: dang that's awesome
0: you to challenge us on making it
1: that's awesome that's actually really really neat because like
2: oh so you get your own film
1: that's awesome
0: for but,
2: a thousand bucks, which isn't bad because think about it, if you're an up and coming screenwriter and you're like hey I've got this idea already I've already right. got the script you pay the thousand bucks and now you've got yep. a whole production team and a cast and a crew. And exactly. it cost you a thousand dollars. I don't think you could get that anywhere for that you price. You can't
0: get that for a thousand dollars anywhere else. Plus with all the equipment that you have to rent if you don't have any. Yeah, exactly. No, that is that's why it's the ultimate MVP. Now, as far as the pre release goes, uh have you guys ever heard of the, uh I know you've heard of the Enzian. Yes. Uh, we are trying to get this into uh, the Enzian as, uh, as under a film festival, one of their monthly film festivals. But of course, we got to wait for it to be finished to be able to submit it. Uh, something else that we're looking into is: Have you ever heard of the Aloma Cinema Grill?
2: I have, yeah, I have, and it's a maze balls. It, it is.
0: That's pretty much kind of like the Enzian. Yeah. Uh, you get to sit at an actual comfortable dinner table, and they actually have food, pizza, hamburgers, things sure. like that. Beer and wine, and then you get to sit and watch a movie. Uh, I used to work out there, and uh, back then, and and, uh, I still got to double check, but I'm pretty sure they still do it, you could rent out the theater, and you could, if you could rent it out for like a private party if you wanted to have a slumber party and have, I mean, they even used to bring out the, uh, the Nintendo Wii and the Xbox and hook it up to the projector, and you could actually play life-size mario that's or awesome. halo or whatever
1: yeah
0: uh so we're gonna look into renting out the theater for the night and we're gonna do the so premiere. You can watch the
2: corridor 40 times or like 10 times
0: yep we're gonna loop yeah well yeah we'll probably loop it two or three times just to make sure we get our money's worth but exactly. uh, but yeah so that's that's what we're looking at as far as a premiere goes um now this is uh, it will be a free thing we can't charge at that location to to anybody and we don't really want to we just want to get this out to show sure that we're not just uh you know fooling around we're actually serious about doing this so
2: Well if you decide to do that at either one of the places and they let you do a live Q&A afterwards I think oh. I know a couple guys that might be able to uh to help you you in that are, department
0: <laughs> you're already on the list uh, yeah yeah we made it johnny yeah no <laughs>
2: we got yep, people yep, now
0: yep, yep. <laughs> we you got know, people and i i always talk about uh with my team i always talk about how talented they are and you know how pretty much lost i would be without without them and and i said you know i don't uh, i don't know how to do all this stuff i mean i when I I was a photographer considered a semi-professional photographer when I was 18 years old. And that was when they had film in cameras and not this digital stuff. And uh, you know, I knew all about the camera back then. I don't know all about the camera now, but every single one of them said, you know, you, you're the one that, that makes the deals. You talk. You are the ultimate business person. You make all the deals. You talk to everybody. They said we just want to know what the hell we're doing and who we're doing it for, and then we'll take care of the rest. So they're uh, you know they're a great team to have, but I'm apparently uh, just as talented. I just am the one that does all the talking and all the deals. So well, I'm usually considered the one that can that has the, the the connections. Hey, I need this. Oh well, fuck. Ryan knows how to get a hold of that. Yeah, because I know everybody.
1: Well, in the wrestling business, they call it having the gift of gab, where you're able to talk to people, and you're really able... be me. yeah. So you're able, to, you're a good people person. People like you. You can go and talk right. to people, and that helps a lot. That you're just the word of mouth alone, and you're because you're representing not only yourself, but you're representing the whole brand of the company, and like the exactly. fact that you're able to go in and be like, "Hey, this is who we are. This is what we do. We have all these amazing team that works behind me. We have all we have this awesome." You know, video coming out. We have all these awesome cosplayers we work with, and you have an awesome portfolio, if you will, to be able to show people right. for for future events like weddings and stuff.
0: Well, exactly. When we were over at uh, Tattoo Fest doing that that beauty pageant, uh, the the winner' her name is Megan. Um, she she came up to me like, I mean, I, I my photographers were behind me, taking the pictures, but I was the one that was making sure everything was set up. They were they were sitting properly on the bike and all that, and. And she looks over and she's like, I, I'm so very nervous. And I said, why? You got nothing to be nervous about. These guys, they don't even know what the hell they're doing. All they do is push a button. You <laughs> never know what's even happening. Nothing's really happening. You're just talking to me. You can talk to me, right? And I just kept her going the whole time. And I'm just asking her questions about her boyfriend, about her life. And and she afterwards, she came up to me and she's like, you are amazing. She said, I had no idea that I was even being photographed because you just made it so easy and so relaxed because you kept asking me all the right questions. And I said, well, I, you know, I, this is kind of what I do. I'm the talker. They're well, the see, ones.
2: When you do a photo shoot like that, because me and Johnny did one. And I've got to say, that's the key right there. Because I mean, uh, myself included, right. I'm a pretty loud, obnoxious person, but you put a camera in front of me and I kind of clam up a little bit, but right. that person knew how to like, keep me talking and keep me going. And they're like, Well, if I can just keep him talking, I can get all the pictures I need and still make everything work and make him relaxed and comfortable. And I think that's a sign of a true photographer, being able to make somebody comfortable and relaxed and be able to just be themselves, because that's what you want on camera.
0: Funny enough, I went out uh, and we did a a video shoot for a client of mine, uh, and I'm going to drop him right here. It's a claim to fame games with uh, planetary strike is the name of the game. And so be on the lookout for that because we're putting his videos, his promotional videos together and all that. Uh, but I uh, he had somebody there that was doing a little promo uh, shout out that was part of the video. And she was like, I'm so nervous. And I said, oh, you don't have to be. I said, honestly, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to set up the camera. We're just going to set the shot up. You, It's not even going to be on. I just want you to run through it a couple of times, make sure you're comfortable and then we'll turn it on. Does that sound good? And she said, yeah, that's great. So of course I turned the damn thing on
1: <laughs> and I said,
0: all right, so go ahead. And uh, you know, it's, the camera's not even on, like I'm standing almost in front of the camera, but it can see over my shoulder. Sure. I said, look, it's not even on. We're just making sure the shot's good. We want to make you comfortable. And she's like, oh, okay. And she just spouted off everything. And she's like, you know, I'm so-and-so blah, blah, blah. I did all this. And then afterwards, she's like, wow, that actually sounded pretty good. I said, yeah, it's a good thing we got that on film. (laughs) What are you talking about? I said, oh, it was recording the whole time. She's like, are you kidding? I said, no. I said, you want to do it again? She said, shit, no, it's already done. I said, there you go. (laughs) And she just, she loved me for that because uh, that's what I do. I keep you comfortable. I can't get in the front of the camera, though. I'm like you. I I can't do it. Mm -mm. You put a camera on me and I freak out. I'm like, I don't know what to say. I clam up my, I mean, my, my arms go next to my side. I can't move. Put me behind the camera. That's where I belong.
2: Well, I will say this. And one of the good things, not to plug ourselves for a second, but I think that's why the (laughs) podcast works so well and why we've kind of come to be a place where cosplayers can come because we love cosplayers. Okay. We love having them on the show, but the other thing is too, is like they can come on, they can be comfortable, they can be relaxed and it shows a different side of them to their fans. Like we had, Danica Rockwood and Elle Ellie Marie, Marie yeah. on the show. Like they definitely opened up and it showed aside themselves and same thing with Maria Sabre. Cause Maria Sabre was one of those things where just the stars just kind of aligned that me and her kind of hooked up on Facebook and started talking. And I was like, you got to do the show. And she's like, well, I've never really done a podcast. I'm like, just try it. If it sucks, we'll delete it.
0: We'll just throw it away. Oh, let me tell you, Maria, she, first off, she was in charge of Comic Fest. Yeah, she was like the ambassador so or whatever you want to call the it. One yeah. that set Comic Fest up and did an absolutely amazing job. Bruce is the one in charge overall, and Bruce was ecstatic with first was with Maria and being how well that went. He was also ecstatic with us, which was my goal because I'm trying to become exclusive with him for Tattoo and Comic Fest, uh, and we already got hired on for next year. And he hasn't even seen the footage. But he saw the five of us running around doing what we do. I mean, there were four cameras running around at all times getting everything back and forth. Uh, But Maria was in the beauty pageant contest uh, in a dress. And I have pictures of that because Maria doesn't wear dresses.
2: No, she does not.
0: Maria even was... She was upset because we had to take her picture on the motorcycle. She said, I don't want to do that. I'm not a girl. I don't like being a girl. I, I, she's like, I want to get out of this dress. I said, honey, if you don't do this, then I get in trouble. And I don't want to get in trouble with Bruce. Plus, and, and I gave her this bullshit. I said, plus, you're the one that brought me on board to show Bruce that, that, that you needed to I could
2: get me. things you done, too. yeah.
0: And, and you know, and, and I'm going to get in trouble if we don't get this picture of you. And I just started freaking out and she's like, okay. She's like, all right, as long as we make it quick. And I said, okay. And we just sat there and then she came up and she's like, you know what? You're an asshole. And I said, yep, I know. But thank you for getting the pictures done. And I mean, she looked gorgeous. She was absolutely beautiful, but she was also tired and she had a tattoo to do and she had a show to run. And you guys remember me and Josh running around for ignition for God's sake. Oh yeah. And Ignition was a quarter the size of what Tattoo and Comic Fest was. So, holy shit, this girl was running around. By Sunday, she couldn't even talk. She had no voice. Well, and I said, well, welcome to the show, honey. This is what it's like.
2: Well, knock on wood, fingers crossed. I'm going to try and play a couple Trump cards and maybe use you and Maria's references. But I definitely want to try next year, if they'll schedule it a little bit better, to be like maybe the official podcast for the show next year because... From what I understand and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think there was any podcast there or anybody doing anything like we do. And I was there,
0: like There was one announcer, his name is Al, an awesome awesome guy. He he and Bruce do just about every show uh, together. But there was no podcasting, there was no anything like that. There was a radio station there. I don't know if they were internet radio or if they were live radio. Um, and I don't remember who it was, but uh, there de- there wasn't there's definitely a room excuse me, there's definitely room for you guys uh, to be there. and uh, they did a few broadcasts, but they brought their equipment out, did the broadcast and dropped the equipment, put it back away, and started walking around again. so, I think you, and I think that I can get you guys in there.
2: Well, we'd Uh, love to do it. Hopefully, he does a little bit better job of scheduling because Maria had even talked to me about the show beforehand because I think she was going to try and pull the strings.
0: No, yeah, that's what she wanted. She was telling me about it. Yeah, and I said, I I
2: said, sweetheart, I, I love you to death. I will do anything for you, but that is WrestleMania weekend. That is my Christmas, my Halloween, and my New Year's wrapped into one. And I'm well, like, you can't you can't do it that weekend. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I just I can't because you that's have to such a big one for us.
0: You have to understand too that I know it was WrestleMania, but it was also the season finale of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah. It and was. don't you know I was flying down the goddamn road getting home by no, the time I so like Twitter or
2: somebody didn't spoil it for you. No, right. I-
0: well the funny part was when I got there, I said, Okay, what time does Sunday end? And they said five. I said, Oh, great. Okay. So we'll pack up. We'll be out by six. It's two hour drive. We'll be home by eight. And we have an hour to relax before walking dead starts. And then Al came in and I said, Hey, Al, what time, uh, what time is the next uh, or the, the last tattoo of the day? Because we were doing all the photos and video for tattoo of the day. Oh man. Some of the artwork is just amazing on these people. And, um, he said, Oh, it starts at five. And I said, Oh, I thought we were ending at five. He said, No, seven. I'm like, Well, fuck.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: guess what? We're leaving at six. Sorry. Uh, I got to get home because I got uh, something to do in the morning. I mean, you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, but, um, and, and if they're listening to this, uh, they're probably laughing. Uh, but um, we actually were stuck in traffic and uh we didn't get home in time at 9. You didn't
2: DVR it?
0: None of us have a DVR actually. Are you me? Oh, uh in 2016 we you need a DVR. We missed 10 minutes which Oh, well, that's uh, not that bad. were there. Yeah. And they said you didn't really miss much. Um uh, so we missed the 10 minutes but then, you know, I mean it was a long day, a long drive. Yeah. And we had to stay there for Walking Dead and Talking Dead. We didn't leave the house until midnight to go to our separate home. Um, But it was, uh, you guys wouldn't have made it if you pushed it. Because it was aired at the same time on Sunday, didn't it? Yeah, like
2: it actually, the pre-show started at 5. And then the actual show show started at 7. And there was no way we could have made it. And my thing was this, because I told her, because it's part of our writer, I'm like, I, I will do the show. I will do any show that invites us. Our only rider is we need a place to sleep. And I'm like, sleep. I will sleep on somebody's couch. Like, I'm not picky. You don't have to give me a hotel room. I just need a place to be able to sleep. Because, you know, if it's a three-day event, that means right. at least two, if not, you know, I need at least Friday night and Saturday night, if not, you know, maybe exactly. on Thursday night to have a place to sleep. And I'm like, it, I'll sleep on a promoter's couch. I've got no problem with that. Like... I'm not some boo-coo celeb that needs something well, fancy. Well,
0: we uh, we were put up in the Motel Six uh, with a lot of the people. Um, a lot of the cosplayers were there. A yeah. lot of the uh, Al was even there uh, in his own room. Um, and uh, and that was our that was our fee. Yeah. Uh, for doing everything that we did, and by this by the first night, we were already we already did more than they expected us to do by the first night and they hadn't even seen anything by the time we were done. So definitely, they definitely got their money's worth by uh, setting us up in a, in a booth area and then getting us our our hotel room.
2: Um, I definitely, like I said, next year I want to set that up. I'm just hoping the stars line a little bit better because next year WrestleMania is actually in Orlando. So we're actually going to the event. So yeah, so I'm really excited about that, but you know, and, and a big thank you again to Maria Sabre because I think she was trying to get those wheels a-turning beforehand. He and I he told really her— really you guys yeah, there. I, I told her, I was like, if it was any other weekend, I would have moved everything around, but that's the one I can't. And it was funny because she laughed because her boyfriend, main man Malkin, is a professional right. wrestler, and he was there, right. and she was like, honey, I understand my boyfriend's there. That's the reason he can't be at the event right. because he's there live in Texas. So she's like, yeah. I get it. But I told her, I said, you know, next year if things change, like we definitely want to be on the card because, I mean, it's a lot of free advertising for them. It's a lot of, you know, uh, a good content for them from the event. Well, and also,
1: like it's not our first radio. Like we, we've we had a few conventions that are about now. We kind of understand how that works. Like you right, have time right. schedules. You, like we, we, we got to the point where we had a schedule ahead of time. Like, hey, this is when the events are happening. So we work our schedule around the events. Like if there's a cosplay contest or some That's- sort
2: of – I have to say thank you to Ryan for that because you guys were the ones that kind of uh, broke us. I mean, we had done events before, but it was at your event at Ignition Inc. I learned from now on, like, three weeks ahead of time, I need to make a sign-up sheet. So anytime we do events now, we do the sign-up sheet, and we kind of look and see who's going to be there and ask them, and then we get them signed up so then everybody's got a spot. Kind of like when you came to Sci-Fi Bartow, like, we had a spot signed up for you, we had a spot signed up for Josh— so then we, which know, I missed. Yeah. Well, I'm we sorry, I night, missed. So.
0: but Hey, you got me on now. Yeah, so.
2: exactly. To make up for that. So it's all yep. good. But you know, it, it was one of those learning experiences now, where it's like, you've got to kind of plan ahead of well, time yeah. and kind of plan out the event. And speaking of events, tell our listeners before you go, what are the sure. events that they can see you at that are coming up soon?
0: Oh, well, we've got a few that we're trying for. Um, one I've uh, One is uh, this Saturday, so it won't. Uh, we'll be gone by the time it airs. Uh, that's but that's Leesburg Comic Con. Uh, it's a small little convention. It's their second or third year. Uh, it's out of the library in Leesburg. Um, you know, it's from ten to four. Uh, so it's a small little convention, but uh, they asked us to come out and take some pictures. So,
2: but actually, um, just to give them a little bit of credit where credit's due, I've actually heard a lot about the Leesburg. Uh, comic-con and it seems like it's picking up some steam
0: it has uh i i saw it and i reached out to them and they were so nice they said we love what you do but we can't afford you (laughs) and i said i said well i don't i don't charge uh to come out you know as long as i have an area for my green screen and all that I make my money at selling my pictures and, and you know, our services there. And she says, Oh, well in that case, yeah. Would you please come out? Yeah. That'd be great. I said, sure. And uh, so that'll be fun for us. It'll be the first time we're going to Leesburg.
2: So. Well, if you want to drop in a few plugs for the old happy hour, with Johnny and two sweet, greatly appreciate it. You, uh, Anytime you're at an event, and you can be like, hey, I know these podcast guys. They're pretty
0: cool. You know, I talk <laughs> about you all the time. I actually was the one I asked Maria about you guys for tattoo and comic fest. And she said, yeah, I was just about to tell you that they couldn't make it because they're not in town. That's yeah. all she told me. Oh,
2: well, least, oh, yeah, uh, that's a good, friend that's great. Right that's a great she friend covered for us. <laughs> yeah. We weren't in town because no, I was in town. I was barbecuing my ass off because I started at seven 30. Oh no, barbecuing. no, no, no. You know what yeah. she
0: said? She said that you had another event to do. Oh, well,
2: well yeah, it, was was sure. it was another event. It was another, we did podcast that night. So, we did, so we did, yeah, no, technically, the, technically lost the lost tapes, the, the right. lost exactly. tapes, exactly. <laughs> the episode that will never air. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, but no, but and I appreciate everything Maria does for us, and I appreciate oh, everything you do for us. But what mm-hmm. other events are coming up that people could come see?
0: Uh, we were just sent an email actually this e- evening uh, about uh, doing a panel at Tampa Bay Comic Con. Oh wow, wow. So that's awesome! We're looking into that. We might be doing a uh, a how we do our green screen photos from start to finish. Um. I will be at MegaCon, but I won't have a booth. I will actually be out front uh, with my camera and a traveling green screen. Wow! I'm creating a uh, one-man photo setup with a green screen and well, he's everything. I'm the smartest I'm, one out
2: of all of us to do that I'm outside there. the event and just grab people on the way. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm not gonna lie, you just hit my two mechas, the two yeah. like cons. It's like if we get invited to be at that con, we have we have, and excuse me. you made it. We have fucking made it. Is right. Tampa Bay Comic Con and Mega Con. It's like, and it gets to the yep. point where they're like, we need happy hour with Johnny Deuce here. It's like, we've made it. Like, you know, yep. all we need after that is I want some food item named after me at a restaurant, <laughs> like a pizza or a sandwich or something. That's the only thing else on the bucket list that I need done after exactly. that. So I think
0: I can help with that, but I'll talk to you about that after the show. Okay. Absolutely. But uh, no, uh, seriously, no other- like, that's- the only other one that we're trying to go to is called Heroes and Villains, which is out in Atlanta.
2: Yes. Oh wow, and that one's huge because yeah. I yes. saw the guest lineup and it is right. stupid.
0: Yeah, just about every Arrow and Flash uh, character is going to be there. Be in this thing,
2: exactly. Uh,
0: so Josh and I, Josh Bauer uh, from JB Designs, and I are uh, we're talking about going up to that because we, well, I mean, we always like we always have a good time when 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 we go together. Uh, You know, obviously separately as companies, but when we're at the same convention together, it just makes it uh, makes it more fun. When you have people that you can sit around and you can talk to, and you're not always working the whole thing, Mm. you you just forget that you're. That you need time
2: to decompress. The other thing is, as a businessman, it makes it to where you can split expenses. Like you could ride up together, you could split hotel rooms. You can, you know, it makes it more economically feasible because at the end of the day don't get me wrong, it's great to go to these events, but if it becomes uneconomically sound for you where you're losing money, then yep. it's not worth it.
0: Right. So we're. Uh, I'm, I'm still waiting to hear back from them. I've already reached out to Heroes and Villains. Uh, they're going to email me back on when they're going to open up the tables for sale and what the prices are because I don't even know. And, uh, I mean, if it's not feasible this year, then we'll work on it for next year. But all um, your
1: all your fans but, can go to facebook.com forward slash agent productions LLC to find LLC. out whenever you're going to do uh, your different conventions.
0: No. We're gonna have uh, any pictures that we take at conventions we post up there uh, as low res pictures, uh, and we are we make up event pages so that we can make sure everybody knows that we're going to whatever we possibly can. So you'll see us all around, uh, round and about.
1: Awesome, and also but, stay yeah. tuned for the. GoFundMe.com forward slash the corridor as well to check out oh, more man. on the, you
0: know, go support I'll the, send you guys the link so you can put it in, in Yeah, uh, so, so look
2: underneath the episode guys, the Description all of this the links episode, are going to yeah. be there, the trailer's going to be down there the uh, links to the GoFundMe which may have a date with the cosplayer maybe, uh, will be underneath Quite
0: <laughs> so, uh, possibly yeah. I have to, uh, have to put some phone calls in, but I'm pretty sure I can work something out, I'm usually good at that
1: Awesome. Well, Ryan, you're an awesome guy. You're a good friend, and we are so happy to have you on. And, and uh, all of our fans, go definitely check out H Productions and tell them happy hour with Johnny Deuce sent you
0: yeah thanks a lot guys it was great
2: you're welcome and speaking of that how you can find us on the internet go to hhpodcastshow on twitter you can send us your emails to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com also don't forget to hit us up at facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show and give us a like and when you're on the twitter machine there's not one there's not two but there's three hashtags hashtag happy Happy hour podcast podcast, hashtag Show. show, and hashtag deuces deuces on the loose. loose later see ya